Welcome back, everyone, to How and Why to Imagine It Done by Lisa Jacobs, and I am your host, Lisa Jacobs. We're going to get right to it because I have a subject that I'd like to speak about today concerning something that everybody has been talking about for the last over a year now, which is the pandemic last year. People have asked me so often in the last year, how am I managing? How am I managing professionally? How am I managing personally? And what has been done with Imagine It Done and in my life, changes that have been made because there was no end in sight. So we've compiled some questions and Rachel is going to uh, moderate this with me. And we're going to share my feelings about what I've gone through personally again and with my team in the last year. And it's, it's really interesting because I think this resonates for everybody. So without further ado, Rachel, go for it. Let's get to it. Um, so right when the world shut down, what was your first thought? And especially, I mean, personally being in the city and professionally being in the city and in the service industry, which requires you to be on site and in person, how did you, what were your first thoughts? Well, it's really interesting because if somebody were to ask me that when in March, when the city shut down, I would really have no answer. I did not know what to think. Uh, everybody was in shock. We didn't have a plan. We didn't know how long this was going to be. At the beginning, in fact, I really thought that this is just like, you know, a couple of months, that was it. And then as the days progressed, I would say like mid, mid to late March, we realized that, well, actually mid-March it was, we realized this is real. And uh, there were no clients anymore. They were, all of the jobs had to be canceled. So professionally, it was a shock and it was a, a pivot and trying not to panic situation. Thankfully, I had somebody that, I, that runs the back end of my business that managed how we have to run the business now, um, like it was basically shut down and what we should do. And all of my staff actually left the city. So we had to you know, document things and we had to speak to the staff. It was, it was scary. It was scary. It was unsettling. Everybody left going back to their home. And I just considered it to be just something that the world was suffering from. And I was kind of comforted. It, it's interesting to remember my feelings. Uh, I was kind of comforted because even though this was a shock and there was an unknown, it was a, something that was happening where we were in this together. And when you're sharing feelings with people, especially people around the world, it gives you a sense of calmness and peace, even though there was no end in sight and we didn't know what we were doing. So that was the, the peace I had, knowing that we're in this together. The sense of the unforeseen was, I'm not a panicky kind of person, by, you know, my personality is I'm a glass three quarters full kind of person. So I didn't realize the severity of it. I didn't, I, I just dealt with it day to day. I isolated in my home. My daughter ended up moving in with her boyfriend and that was the per personal part of it that was actually an interesting experience. How it changed my life for the next year, her life, her boyfriend's life. Um, I'll get to my daughter in the personal end 
after I just finished talking about how professionally what happened, what ensued for the next six months uh, until things started opening up. Because professionally, I was the only one in the business that was in Manhattan. And believe it or not, we actually did get a lot of interest from parents of young people that have left, that fled the city. And I was the only one that was able to go and help out, pack up the apartments. I, I took one person with me to help me out to pack up with roadway movers. And this was like, they were desperate and I just could not leave people so desperate where they went back to their families and there was no end of when they were coming back and they just wanted, they were leaving the city. They were packing up their apartment and they were breaking their lease and they were out. So I just felt it was my responsibility to help out. No matter, you know, wearing a mask, whatever protection that I could do, I did. And um, we had about like six jobs, I would say, during the course of six months. It was really hard for me. Going from how you were able, your feelings and what you were able to do professionally and personally with your daughter and her boyfriend moving in, how were you able to transition the business model to be more digital, social media, in order to keep up relationships with clients, brands, and partners, just so we weren't, it was a time where we easily could have been forgotten and we wanted to make sure that wasn't the case. So what were your thoughts? You know, I actually didn't even make a plan. As I said, nobody was making a plan. People were just, they were frozen at the beginning. It took about a month and then where like people realized like, hey, this is like, there's no end in sight here and we've got to figure out plan B. What, what are we going to do? And that's like such a, an important part of this whole pandemic was that people were forced to actually do something that they've never done before just to survive. And I'm not talking about just, you know, medically, I'm talking about in, in their day-to-day -day professional life. So it just actually evolved where people actually started to email us. We actually created a Zoom and a couple of times a week, we would talk about like what our plan was. There's gotta be a plan B here. And as I said, it was just like organically happened where other brands and companies started to reach out to us and just to commiserate and to see like, how can we just keep ourselves relevant in this time of distress? Not only our business alive, but even just who we are, you know, our brand and also just to keep our souls like, you know, living, just to have spirit. And it was really comforting, again, comforting to know that other people professionally were living in fear, but wanted to actually stay connected. So brands reached out to us that we really were never, we never communicated with. And I don't think that they would have reached out to us in normal times because there really wasn't much connection with the two of us, like whether it be fashion, cosmetics, um, luggage, healthcare, uh, home accessories, brands that we would never have, like there is an alignment, yes, but it wouldn't have been something that they would have done ordinarily. But it was so exciting because it actually made us create a, we, we worked to create an alignment, which 
was interesting because Imagine It Done is all about lifestyle. No matter what it was, we actually brainstormed myself and six other team members brainstormed a couple of times a week to figure out how each brand aligned and how we can visually create some sort of, you know, a video to keep us all relevant through social media. Because otherwise, if we don't, then we're here today, gone tomorrow. Like we just, and it was also interesting because it made us think, it made us go out of the box. Going to plan B is a very positive experience. So it was really an exciting time for us. And also it gave us an opportunity to work on the back end of the business. So we just like went so deep into our, the, all the different social media divisions that we have. Developing our website, we spent months and months redeveloping and upgrading and refreshing our website. We created a lookbook. We created an amazing guide for how to manage in your home, home cleaning guide. And that took us so much time. It also brought the team members that were left, that were Zooming with us a couple of times a week, closer together. I was just gonna add that in, that I was lucky enough to be one of the team members that was able to stay on and help out. And as a testament to Lisa, we it just gave us a lot of not only some just scheduling and stability, but also a lot of mental stability because a lot of people were being fired and being furloughed. And we had this opportunity and the ability to just have team meetings work. And also, I want to give a shout out to Emily Jacobs, who really became an Imagine It Done member and dealt with Lisa's social media presence because she was the only one with her at the time and she shot all of the content and it was amazing. It was really funny because she was not used to like, okay, take one, take two, take three. She's ready to throw me out the window. But it was really- We like, couldn't have gotten through it without Emily Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got to do what you've never done. I mean, that's basically, if you want what you've never had, you got to do what you've never done. And that's plan B. And it was a very interesting experience to see how my daughter rose to the occasion and um, knowing Rachel who, you know, she knew that Rachel was the one that always takes the, does the social media and does the videos and, and helps me out socially, but I had no choice. Like that was a part of my business that was not going to die for sure. Mm -hmm. And I used to walk around this apartment and there was not a space that I didn't think about what can I correct? What can I teach? How do I educate the world about things in my shower, in my bathroom, in my medicine cabinet, in my kitchen. Every day there was something else that we were talking about. So again, it's like, you know, leaders are not born in times of peace, they're born in times of war. And that's basically what went on. I really got to see my family, my team, how we all behaved in a time of despair and fear. And the ones that really wanted to stay here, um, they showed their strength and they still are here. And my daughter showed her strength, um, my two sons, uh, they, everybody rose. And it's a, a heartwarming experience in retrospect to see how I'm talking about myself, obviously, and my business. But of course, this goes you know, deeper, further to the entire world, the way people rallied. My favorite time of the day, by the way, was the seven o'clock shout out. 
to the healthcare workers because um, if it weren't for them, we never would be here and um, talking about this now because we'd still be in it. And that was my favorite time to do the shout out um, every evening. It, it was a very, very scary time, but there's a, like, as we're talking now, I'm just recounting so many experiences that, you know, make me proud that my family, you know, survived so nicely and my team just did what they had to do and even better than I even anticipated. And I think also as a testament to the brand that you've created was a lot of the brands that we never would have even thought would have been on the radar. They came to us because they knew that you were an expert at home organization and lifestyle. And I think it really was our opportunity to pivot into a lifestyle brand because all these companies were coming to us saying, everyone's home now, everyone's thinking about what they're doing, what's in their closet, what's in their garage. And it was really a time for Lisa to be able to be like, okay, let's take it space by space and give the people what they want while they're home. And thankfully we have a great social media presence and we were able to help people that way. Business-wise, how did you pivot that digitally? We didn't have the on-site presence anymore, obviously. So what we had to do was we had to focus on video. So besides just me doing videos and promoting Imagine It Done aligned with a brand, we also established a virtual consultation and a virtual, besides a consultation, an actual, a virtual project. And that was really helpful for people because people had a lot of questions and it was very affordable. We kept the expenses very limited um, and we promoted it. And it really, it was great because it's sustained. I mean, this is a platform that we did not have before. You know, uh, not every company benefits from that. Uh, with us, it was just, besides just our team, we're talking about brands nonstop. I mean, now, yeah, it is definitely a way to connect. But for us, um, never having even thought about wasn't called Zoom. I mean, a lot of people did other video, had video platforms where they were communicating. We never did. So this opened up a whole new uh, method of communication for us, which was really tremendous. And um, and the virtual is still ongoing, which is great. People give it to, um, use it as gifts for other people. They do the virtual because they really can learn so much from Imagine It Done. They don't have to buy product if they don't want to. We set them up. So that was a really big bonus for us. Going off of that, when did clients or just inquiries in general start rolling in again? Not post-pandemic, more once people started to understand how it was controlled and how you can be safe. I would say it was almost a year ago where during the summertime where people, everybody was still in fear, but people were moving around and most people, our clients especially, have left, had left the city. But I think that like, it was definitely the summertime where people were planning to do things in their home. And we weren't yet really full steam ahead working on site because there was so much COVID regulations still and people were fearful to have people in their home, but they started inquiring. So the inquiries for projects started to come in and we would make plan, uh, the plan, the proposals. Um, and again, like it was virtually, we would have to like actually 
um, communicate with the client, get a feel of the client's home because our proposals are based on in-home consultations where we see the client's space and we do measurements, etc. We started to do it virtually where we would they would take us on a tour through their home, we would get the measurements, and we would we be able to establish a proposal based on the virtual consultation. And then we would not go in there probably until like I would say the, it didn't start where we'd go in and actually do the work until the end of the summer. Yeah, I would say like September is when we started to go back. Right, and, and people started to, the staff started to trickle back into the city. And again, COVID regulations. I mean, there were so many COVID documents that we had to create and provide to the staff and for our clients and for the actual projects. There was a lot more paperwork involved and a lot more detail involved in the actual proposals and the actual um, onset organization. Um, I just want to emphasize the fact though that people really benefited uh, from having to stay in their homes so much because they finally got to see areas of their home and their lifestyle that they never actually paid attention to before. People started to realize by the fall they needed Imagine It Done. They needed to refresh. They needed to read, redo. And it was booming. You know, we just were on fire. Before we knew it, in the fall, like everybody wanted to have things done because they realize that when you focus on your home, because you're so busy, usually in your day-to-day -day life, you don't have the time, you don't have time to think about, you know what, this is not working for me. The kitchen's not working for me. I don't like the way it's set up. I don't like the way my kids' rooms are set up. I don't like, my, I needed working from home. That's like the biggest thing that happened. People realized that their home space was not set up to work from home. So it was just one thing after another, and then all of a sudden, the home organization industry, our business just like shot up. We just went from like not having worked more than 10% of our time to like 80%. It was just incredible. The beginning of the pandemic was fear. It was the unknown. And then a year later, it was exciting. It was interesting. It was challenging. People understood. It was a whole new world that opened up. And we were really much a part of it. Imagine it done just was on fire. And now it's focusing on the home like never before. And I'm so glad that I'm a part of it. One last thought that I'm just going to, um, to emphasize to everybody. I think about this all the time. And because the fact that I personally have been challenged in my life and, um, and in business, but like even more so in my life, I want everybody to know that, you know, there's the expression that you make plans and God laughs. You really can't project sometimes in how things are going to unfold in your life. And you shouldn't be afraid to think outside of the box. I did it and I do this all the time. Uh, I, I try to make plans for certain, you know, things because in a business you have to actually project. But don't think that everything is, is set in stone. Don't be afraid to go outside of the box of what you are accustomed to doing. If you really are a confident person and you believe in yourself and you love what you're doing and you have a good sense of who you are, there's, you, you just gotta do it. You just really don't be afraid. So that's it, right? We covered everything for the day. I hope that everything was informative for you guys. Any questions, DM us.